It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. Moo Cow. No Danny this week. He's uh, under the weather. I guess he still. The bull. Yeah, he caught the ball. <laughs> it's no good. No bueno. Yeah. Danny. What's so. going on, gentlemen? You know what doesn't ever get sick on you? Cigar noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, right into it. there, we always yeah, there. It's pretty good. We are sponsored Look. by Cigar Noise. You guys need to check it out. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. And Still one of the only. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, they'll uh, they'll be doing their end of the year list, I believe, right? Soon. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Need to tune in well, for it. Hopefully, they listened to us and took our advice. Did we have good advice? No. <laughs> it was basically you're gonna fail, so don't try. Yeah, but bad advice is better than no advice because at least then somebody knows what not to do. That's true. Which sometimes is just as important. Yep, yep. That's why we have warning labels on things. That's right. (laughs) Somebody didn't take this advice before. They should have. Yep. Um, I'm going to say this about Cigar Noise. Again, whatever. It's one of the few forums or few cigar groups that is still about cigars. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fascinating. You know? Which is still really cool to see. You know, you don't yeah, have guys uh, actually give a damn about cigars. Yes. And Nobody's there's no there to make a buck. Nope. And it's funny because there are no. Nobody ever says, "What is that piece of shit you're smoking?" Or, "Oh my god, big shot." You know, it's just it's all a lot of love, man. Which is really cool. Wait, does Brad not go on there anymore? <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. So, oh, well, that explains yeah. it. The trolling uh, to a minimum. But, <laughs> but Brad, Brad was, uh, we need to get him back on this thing, man. That guy's a riot. He's absolutely hilarious. Um, but anyway. All right, gentlemen, where do we start today? Well, you know what Cigar Noise would never do, Mo? <laughs> What's that, Cal? <laughs> they, they would never take four of their normal cigars mm-hmm. and slap limited edition bands on them and sell them as if they're limited edition cigars. Mm. Who's done that? Not Cigar Noise. Uh, but, Not but Cigar Noise. Avo recently came out and said that this is something they did with their Unexpected series. Uh, unexpected. Calling out, it was very unexpected. I mean, true yeah. to the name. Yeah. Uh, they, they took four of their existing cigars. They put some limited edition bands on them, called it things like Unexpected Moment, Unexpected Passion, which, frankly, I think Unexpected Passion is a terrible name for a cigar, but that's outside the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they sold these cigars for a slight markup to retailers, mm-hmm. uh, who then sold them to uh, cigar you know, people. Uh, smoked those cigars and paid extra money for something that was not limited. Uh, Then they went on Cigar (laughs) Dojo and they revealed that this was the thing. Uh, Their intent, as they claim, 
was that they wanted to show everybody that you know, you can see a cigar through different eyes with a different band, essentially, right? You can rediscover these these different flavors, different cigars. Mm-hmm. And it's it's unfortunate because they sort of have a point there. No, absolutely. They, they screwed mm-hmm. it up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. What would have been yeah, a better way to do that, Cal? Yeah. What's that? Your opinion, what would have been a better way to do that uh, that situation? I think... I think there's a couple of ways. First is just don't don't do it. Is number one. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible idea. Uh, a different way to do it would be if you say, like maybe you market it as, look, we're going to take a cigar we have, mm-hmm. and you won't know what it is. We're not going to tell you what it is, but we're going to put this other band on it. And can you guess what it is? Right? Can you figure it out? That would have been cool. Same, same price point. Right. Well, I thought I thought you said the unexpected stuff was the same price as what it was. Yeah, it, depend, it depends where you're looking. Um, okay. The, I talked to a couple of retailers about this because I was curious, mm-hmm. uh, and they did have a slight markup on them. Um, and okay. even on on the website where they would sell them, they were out of stock on their normal stuff, and they had mm-hmm. the same thing. Price twenty or thirty dollars higher per box as the unexpected. Wow. On where? On like the the Avo oh, site. Okay. Because I was gonna say if sometimes retailers always don't always charge MSRP, especially on yeah. limited stuff. Right. So yeah. it's it's tough to go to a retailer and say, oh, Avo marked them up. If they didn't, it's just a retailer taking advantage of. Unlimited yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding from from other people, and I don't know this for sure, is that they did mark them up slightly, but even at the mm. same price, I'm annoyed that I already had that cigar and I bought it. Oh, that's right. You did buy some. <laughs> so, so did you? Uh, you uh, couldn't tell that they were the same cigar. I I didn't put my finger on the exact same cigar, but I did, uh, including in a blind review, uh, point out that they were essentially a lot like Avo, uh, like in every way. Um, and what I told people about smoking them was that if you like other avos, you'll probably like these. Um, I remember so that, I, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't guess that they were the same cigars because I guess I wouldn't have thought that. Sure. Maybe I should have, um, but no, I didn't. I didn't know. So I don't know, Drew. What do you think about this, man? <laughs> the old switcheroo. <laughs> The, Cal, what you, said. the old, you know, you know, Cal. I have to, I have to agree with you on this one. <laughs> um, I don't. So I don't know what to think about this. This is kind of a. I I don't know. This is kind of a mess. Like your your fans have now been like duped. <laughs> So mm-hmm. any people that were like truly reliable fans are going to, they're going to feel shitty about this, that you trick them into something. Sure. <laughs> so I, that was just the wrong way of doing things. Well, which look. we've wondered if other people have done stuff like this in the past too, where it's like, Oh, check, check this out. Mm-hmm. Put a different different band on it. Oh, that tastes just like your other shit, your core, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and that's a little tough too, right? Because in the end, I'd rather hate the company that doesn't tell me than the one that does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like these guys got found out, the other guys didn't. So, oops. But here's the deal, guys. Avo's big enough that a shop's not going to say, "Oh yeah, well, I'm done. I'm done carrying Avo." Because guess what? You want to maintain your Davidoff account? You better yeah. order some Avo. Yeah, it's not even Avo that's the problem. It's the Davidoff account that's the problem. Yeah. Yep. So what what do they do yeah. now? As far as are they going to keep are they going to keep the two? Yeah, I, I don't see anything changing. And and since those aren't limited edition anymore, are these shops that were charging more for them? I mean, that's got to change, right? If they're going to continue to sell. Oh, okay, you, but again, if you ever wanted cheap ones, man, right now, go buy some cheap avos. They are blowing out everywhere. <laughs> Look, here's the thing: the the reality of this is, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. There is such a small, tiny percentage of cigar smokers. Not even guys who smoke cigars, but within even cigar smokers, only a tiny percentage really listens to podcasts or goes to Cigar Coop or ha- it's not even on Half yep. Wheel, by the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they didn't put that up, but well, whatever. All right, you could probably figure it out. But <laughs> they're they're so the majority of people are not even going to know this. No, not at all. And unless like a retailer goes out now, look. Maybe that's why they did it. I mean, it's a calculated risk, right? Hey, we're being honest, knowing that most people aren't even going to freaking know. Yeah. You know? You think that, you know, the the 70-year-old dude that smokes Avo Classics every day, sees a new Avo, buys it, is going to stop smoking Avo? He didn't yeah, care about that article. No. no, and he doesn't <laughs> care, even if he did, because he didn't buy the Unexpected series. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, if, uh, what if the Unexpected series makes it in the... Uh... Like the top ten, top twenty-five list, but the core doesn't. Can you can you call it eligible? That's my big question. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, it's the same cigar. You would have to do like a, a you know, like a slash, right? Unexpected yeah. passion slash avocado. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, it's true. Can. But to speak to your point, Mo, I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, the, the Smoke Night Live on YouTube, I don't know if that's where people actually watch it or not, where this reveal happened, that is 293 views right now. Yeah, I ain't nobody looking at that. No, nobody's watching that right now. Nope. Uh, Cigar Coop article got more, more traction than that. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Which was kind of interesting because, uh, I don't know. It, <laughs> you know there's a lot I could say. <laughs> not going to. Um, this is not an uncommon move. Let's just put that. It's very uncommon for somebody to come out and say it, though. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you had to guess, and this is, this is putting you on the spot in a way that you probably don't actually know the answer. I if don't. you had to guess the percentage of times this happens, right? Like, of all the limited editions. Yeah what percent are probably some form of bullshit some form of bullshit oh tons no <laughs> i shouldn't say that i i Kyle, i wouldn't even i wouldn't even know where to guess bro or how to even come up with that figure That's but weird. i i could tell you this man that all i'm going to say is this if a company comes out with a cigar and says it only uses this type of tobacco, and it's a limited run, and then that cigar becomes limit, uh, 
regular production, that's not the same cigar anymore. Yeah. It's fair. Right? So, like... Or they grew a shit ton of tobacco in no time, which wouldn't make sense. Right. And so, there will be ways to... I mean, there typically, there are ways to, like, configure, a, reconfigure a blend using different tobaccos to get the same profile. Right. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, anytime you see that, that's a dead giveaway. Like, wait a minute, I thought this was, you know, limited or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's only so much 10-year-old tobacco that somebody has, right? So um, that's what I, you know, I mean, to give, to give like, uh, Nelson Alfonso credit or even, like, what Claudio did with Mombacho on the Cosecha stuff, that was legitimate. That is legitimately aged tobacco that is only used for a batch, right? And then it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a true limited, right? Yeah. So here's a question for you then, just to take it one step further. Yeah. If you're a random consumer, mm-hmm. how can you know the difference? You won't. That's the whole point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Percent right. I mean, you know, I, I, it's amazing to me. Every human behavior just perplexes me. Uh, I'll, I mean, really, that's what that's what any consumer product really comes down to, right? Is being able to understand the minds of people and how they work, how they shop, how they purchase. That's how inferior products become more successful and sell better. And there's a perceived value in that brand. So when people talk about brand building, like all those marketing majors that you used to laugh at in college and saying that's a bullshit degree, yep. I'm telling you, that shit's very important. <laughs> I mean, I was one yeah. of, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not, that's real stuff, man. It's real stuff. Yeah, the best product, I would say, rarely wins. Rarely, if ever. If ever. How many do you think use tobacco that they're not listing? Um, normally you hear about them using like Cuban tobacco but not listing it, but just other tobaccos that they're not listing in the blend. Do more get used be- beyond cu- just Cuban? Man, I, I, tough to say. I have no idea. <laughs> it's all rumors, right? Yeah, I mean, unless I knew of something, I, yeah, and even then, I really wouldn't say anything. But I mean, yeah, sure, sure, there are guys that people talk about. Oh, I wonder if where I know the answer to that, but I'm not going to go out somebody's business. That's yeah, this ain't going to happen. Well, and you'll see guys in forums all the time say things like, you know, Cuba's <laughs> buying tobacco from such and such a country these days, and I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell I the stop- truth value of these things, but there's a lot of rumor. Yeah, I stopped saying that. Listen, I heard that from some really, really reputable sources, some of the people I trust the most uh, in the industry. But I've even stopped saying that because I've gotten to the point now, man, where, like, unless I see something with my own eyes, I'm not even going to bring it up. I mean, seriously. Because I'm just sick and tired of all the, well, I heard and I heard and I heard, man... Fuck all that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, and it's interesting, too, because one of the reasons that rumor persists 
right, mm-hmm. is that there aren't facts. There's very little that the average person can actually learn about, like, the, the cigars that they're smoking. Yeah. There's a certain amount, and it, I mean, it's not nothing, yeah. but it's not, it's not anywhere near expert level. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. Weird world we live in. Very weird. Very weird. <laughs> but if anybody jumps on this real quick and is looking for Avo Unexpected, uh, Corona Cigar Company is absolutely blowing them out. Get them while they're hot. At their cost. They are pissed. Yeah, I get it. And that's a big yeah. Davidoff retailer, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they Very have a big. Davidoff Lounge. Like, they own a Davidoff Lounge. Yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of blind and stuff like that, so uh, Whiskey Jim just wrote in, um, thoughts on house blends slash naked labels looked at as a budget stick but are always sold out in most shops. Some are pretty damn good, too. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, look, a cigar shop is always going to make the most money on those house blends, right? Typically, not always, but typically. Um, and sometimes they are very, very good cigars. Not all the time, depends where you're at, but there are some retailers out there that take great pride in their house blends that they give or that they sell. Um, so, yeah, sometimes, man, you're going to hit the jackpot on some of those house ones. They're going to be really good cigars from really good factories. But not yeah. always. So. Yeah. It's a big mix. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. What are the, some of the good house ones that you guys know? Uh, Old Town Havana has uh, an amazing, yeah. amazing house blend. Uh, Drew, you you've smoked that. Oh yeah. Um, Bada bundle. Casa de Monte Cristo. Bada what? Yeah. yeah. Bada bundle. Uh, About time for another. <laughs> Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago has uh, some really good house one cigars. That B fifty six man. Yeah, and they also have that Escaparate with all the stuff from different factories and things like that without without labels. Um, there, there's some gems in there. Nice. Yeah, there's some gems. I remember, man, I was smoked. There was like a cigar out of my father factory, some Don Pepin something or another that was pretty good out of the Escaparate. Yeah, man, you're going to find some gems in, in some. Listen, you go to a reputable shop mm-hmm. uh, with, with a name and a reputation, their house ones are not going to suck. They're going to be legitimate, really good cigars because there are going to be reps or factories that want to work with and and supply those uh those retailers so yep. i'll also say that some of the absolute worst cigars i've smoked were house blends yep, yep. Uh, just depends yep. where you go again you know if you're gonna do house blends my advice is stick to them at uh shops that are reputable mm-hmm. and have a like in other words, have a reputation to upkeep. Uh, those are the guys that you'd want to you'd want to give a shot on their house blends. Yeah, no doubt. A lot of cigars that started as house blends are now like Coraline things too. I think that happens. Yeah. 
that's got to be kind of cool. Really, yeah. This was yeah. so good and so popular that you just have to release the damn thing. Well, there, there's a there's a shop, uh, the story goes, the Davidoff Millennium Blend actually was originally going to be a house blend for a store. And they liked it so much that they told them, no, he can't use it, that they took it. <laughs> and they made him something different. That's I heard it from him, so that's legit. Yeah. And I heard it from other sources, so all the sources were together. I'm not going to mean. I was going to say, yeah. sometimes the, the source you hear it from is the guy that caught the fish, right? <laughs> right, exactly. It was so yeah. big. Yeah, exactly. But no, this was confirmed. But they, they, they make a very good cigar for him now, So actually, which I would probably take over the Millennium Blend. So I think he won out in the end. <laughs> but That's crazy. That's a good blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a pretty and that's power, that's man. just kind of kind of bringing these topics full circle. The thing that I have to figure out, and I'm curious on your advice on this, is so I've been smoking and recommending Davidoff and Avo for a long time. Yeah. Do I keep doing that or not? I don't know, man. It's on you. I mean, do you believe in the stuff that they're putting out? Um, if I've started asking myself the question lately, more and more. If I took the band off of this cigar, what would I think of it? Sure. And I, I mean, I've smoked at least five or six Davidoffs that way through the, the blind reviews. So, you know, you know what Akil from Regis does? Every cigar he smokes, he takes off the band first. Sure. I Isn't that, that a was pretty European even, thing to do? Isn't that may, that's what I hear? Possibly, but even on his own stuff. It's not like, oh, I'm going to smoke the team, so I'm going to take the band off so nobody sees me. Yeah. Like, which I get it. You're embarrassed, but come on, man, I'm your friend. <laughs> but no, I mean, my, my point is like, he does that. And I, and I almost kind of started doing that too, man. I'm like, I'm going to take away any sort of anything that could sway my true opinion of this experience. So it's kind of cool, like man. You, already, you don't feel like you already know like what, what you're going to have the experience of. Like with um, the band before you start, do you know what I mean? Yes, but sometimes when you look at a band, dude, it's like we were talking about how you uh, does does how you're dressed and stuff affect the way you feel when you smoke, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. like, bro, that's like real shit. Like people think it's whatever, but it's true, man. You yeah. look better, you feel better, things taste better. I don't know, maybe. Sure, but there's certainly. Uh, I'll give you an example. Okay, if I pick up a Davidoff and I spend 20-something bucks on it, and I keep looking at that Davidoff band, I'm not tossing that cigar. I don't care how much I dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smoking that motherfucker, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, whatever. That's legit. But it probably works the other way, too, right? How so, bro? Well, where you look at the band and you're like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's Davidoff. Yeah. People are looking at you. Oh, dude, you're smoking a Davidoff. Which one? You know? Yeah. Do they do that? I'm sure some people do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, bro. Hmm. Dude, you take your, you take a casual guy that smokes high end stuff and you take bands off of stuff and he's not like a cigar guy, cigar guy. 
you'd be astonished at how quickly their opinions change because I've done it. Sure. That's true. And I would recommend anybody, anybody out there listening to this, if you have a friend who will pick up some cigars for you that are probably not garbage, take all the bands off and give them to you and then like tell you what they are later. That's really informative. Yep. So get somebody to do it for you. It's really fascinating. So good stuff. Not a bad idea. It's just got to be somebody you trust, so they're not like, ha, 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 got you, I got killing moose in there, there's the rock yeah. and you're like, God damn it. You're smoking those yeah. bundles, factory throwouts. They were exactly. all Gurkha. <laughs> yeah, but if you end up liking them, what does that say? I, no, that's, that's true. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, but I... I could save a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That was always Cow's big thing. That's great if you like cheaper cigars. You can save a lot more money than I am. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And get the same level of enjoyment. Yeah. yeah I was right. looking for that in these blind reviews, too, and I get yeah. nothing. I like the expensive stuff. It sucks. Yeah. Well, you got, you know, your bougie palate. <laughs> I know. I know. It tastes money. It doesn't yeah. taste flavors. It's right. like, that's expensive. I'm in. <laughs> Look, man, some cigars, they're expensive for a reason. Others, I don't get it, but it just depends. I agree a thousand percent. And we're thinking Mm. of the same cigars, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. So, eh, we'll see. It's legit. So speaking of blends and things, how's your Nicaraguan adventure? It's good, man. It's good. Things are coming along, trying to figure it all out. So... That's all I'm gonna say about that. I feel like Forrest Gump. <laughs> you don't have anything else to say about it. Not about that end of it, no. All right. How is it uh, there in Nicaragua? Nicaragua. It's cool, man. I mean, I, I think I think the cigar market is in a really weird time. Um, I think the next couple of years are going to be. There's going to be like, um, I don't know what I call it, a reshuffling, but I just think that there's going to be the cigar, the industry is probably going to like re, not reinvent this. I don't know how to put this into words, but I just feel like there's a shift going on and I don't know exactly where it's going or how it's going to play out, but you just feel it. Something just feels different. You know what I'm Storms saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like there's a it just feels like there's people, man, that really I don't want to say if they outkick their coverage, but I think there's a lot of people that really made decisions that maybe like you're gonna look back on and be like, man, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have rushed that, maybe I shouldn't have done that because I also see a pendulum swinging in consumer tastes too. I remember when I first, and I think maybe I talked about this on the last podcast a little bit, but I remember, man, when, when I launched Fatina, like everyone's about full body, full body, full body, right? And you're seeing that pendulum swing a little bit back towards like medium and stuff like that. 
Um, and a lot of people are going to have to adjust to that, right? Yeah. Ultimately. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting, man, because it's like we always talk about. If you, if you chase the trends, you're always chasing trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Do you feel like so, – so back in the day, there was a cigar boom. Yeah. And then that was a giant bust after that, right? After yeah. After went bankrupt. Do you feel like we're coming up on that again? Is it like the economy where you hit like a good point and you hit a recession and it goes back and forth? Is that what we're going to do? Mm. It feels like the guy, like the major players are here to stay, man. Like, but they're, huh. If let's put it this way, if there's a brand that's been out and you haven't heard of it, like we haven't heard of it, like one of but like cigar nerd on our level hasn't heard of it, chances are they're not going to be around much longer. Yeah, I mean that's always true, isn't it? Um, like what's the difference? It, now? it depends. I guess that's what I'm to look, 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 look. There, there's some small brands, like really small brands, that are small today, but the people behind them have a ton of money, mm-hmm. so they're not going anywhere. Sure, sure. Okay, it's just a passion so, project, right? But if you are not sitting on piles of cash and you have a brand that really doesn't have any traction, um, you know, it's going to be kind of tough, right? And myself, I mean, that's what I'm battling, right? Like, I really need to start gaining more traction to make, to make it make sense. And I think that a lot more, a lot more people are battling that same thing than, than people realize. And I think, and I think going into 2020, there's going to be, I could see like in the mainstream brands, they're kind of like a backing off, but I think it's a wonderful opportunity for boutique people. Yeah. I don't know why I feel that way. I just, my gut's telling me that if you, it's going to be really cool to be an up and coming brand, uh, small brand in 2020. I don't know why. Just a feeling. I got to relight my cigar. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Squeakiest so, door. Somebody you know, needs some WD forty. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's gonna be the year of patina, twenty twenty. I don't know about all that, but I just <clears throat> oh, it is. You know, it is. So I'm down here with um, Ian, uh, Ian Reith from Dapper. So, um, oh, can't let the dog out. Hold on. <laughs> anyway. So That's a brand with, uh, that, that people talk about sometimes, but probably ought to get talked about more. By the way, sure, yeah. And and him and I were just talking about that too, man. Like there, there's a lot of people that you know are burnt out on some of the things that have been big the last couple of years, you know, and kind of looking for that. Hey, man, you know what? With some stuff I haven't heard of before, that maybe I want to try. Yeah. Because dude, there's so many, there's so many larger brands that came out with like. Literally, they just flooded the market with new stuff over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? So, like, if you were big on certain brands, and that brand happened to be one of them that put out, like, 20 new cigars since 2017 or 2018, you might be a little burnt out and looking for that next new thing without wanting to go to, like, 
one of the bigger houses, right? Yeah. So, no, I, agree. I don't know. That's kind of my logic, but could be wrong. I've been wrong plenty in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why why nothing has picked up in the last week, though? In terms of what? For Patina. Mm. You didn't take a single one of those taglines and run with it. That's what it what is. Tagline. Oh, those ridiculous ones? <laughs> the Damn. one was good. The no, one. there were a few that were good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use it in the next precipitation post. There you go. It'll work. It'll get better. It'll get a better response, I assure you. All right. I've gotten more positive feedback about that particular segment, by the way, than any other recent segment. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What do people like about it? Uh, People love that I was stupid and that Drew thought it was dumb. Wow. Now, why did they they enjoy that (laughs) dynamic so much? It's just just funny. That's a good dynamic. It's just funny. That's all it is. We do that one well. We got the comedy down. <laughs> All right. Well, let's pick something else Drew thinks is stupid. That's easy. <laughs> you shouldn't be difficult. Drew, Drew, top ten things that you think are stupid. Name something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. There, you go. there it is. Hey, have those, uh, have those Sultans of Smoke cigars gotten any closer? Uh, wondering the same thing. It is closer. They are closer. Just keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Every day that you right. wait, yeah. it'll be closer. Yeah. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Drew. <laughs> Look, time I, moves. I told I told Drew I think about a month ago when when we put that post that we might have jumped the gun a little bit, but um, yeah, it seems know. that way. Uh, you know, it is what it is. You gotta have the build. Well, up. it wasn't really our fault. It wasn't, it wasn't really our, our fault, fault either. B and B jumped anyway. the gun, but it's all right. Uh, it's coming. You know, this is a really interesting thing you guys bring up too, because if you want to see these these smaller brands, boutique brands that you know you really like that your local doesn't carry, stay on the retailer, man. Yep. You ask. Know? Um, that's important. Now, I'm not talking about B&B and Sultan's cigars because well, yeah. they've long they've long supported that since. Uh, but there are you know a lot of brands, man, smaller brands like a Dapper, like a Patina, like a you know whatever that aren't widely available in shops, man. And uh, yeah, go in and you, you hound them enough, man, and like give it a shot. Because what they actually want to know is that you're going to buy that damn thing, right? Yeah. They don't want to have yeah. it sit there on their shelf. That's like uh, that's the yeah, only I, thing they don't want. I wanted you to say that, not me, but yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> I've, I've gotten cigars into shops, right, mm-hmm. flat out by saying I'll buy X number of boxes of that cigar, and I'll buy one every time I come in. Yeah. It works pretty consistently, but you don't want to do that too often because that's expensive. Yeah, it is. But they'll have the cigar you want. No. no. But like that's if if you think about it from the retailer's perspective, there's nothing worse than ordering a cigar yeah. and not being able to sell the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, bro. When when a retailer tells me that they're they're wary about bringing in certain stuff or whatever, like I get it. I don't. I don't take offense to that, right? 
because I understand that ultimately cigars sitting on your shelf is dead money, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But what I never understood was if you bring in a cigar, why wouldn't you try to sell it to make money? Yeah. Yeah, you just buy something for it to set on your shelf and go, yeah, nothing happened with it. Well, that's because yeah, exa- you just fucking hit it behind everything and didn't push it and didn't even try. It's of unbelievable. Of course it's set there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the devil's advocate here. Again, not because I necessarily believe it, but because I think it's better podcast material. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I'm a retailer, right, mm-hmm. and I have some cigar that nobody's ever heard of, I can work really hard to push that cigar. Sure. Or yeah. or I can load up on stuff that's in Cigar Aficionado. I yep. can load up on stuff that advertises on forums. Mm-hmm. And it'll sell itself. Mm-hmm. So why am I pushing the little brand? Um, well, twofold. One, if you're in a high-tech state and it's a small brand that's not like getting, you know, discounted heavily online versus some of the bigger names that's incentive trying right? to have something that, that the guy down the street doesn't have too yep you have a unique yep. humidor mm-hmm. um because i think the reason people pick their cigar shops is we've talked about this like way back when we first started sultans but like why do you how do you pick your lounge right Part of it is selection. Part of it is ambiance or atmosphere or whatever. But it's it's an it's not like one thing, right? It's an equation, mm-hmm. if you will. Like yeah. So you want as a retailer, I would think that you'd want to be able to check off as many boxes as you can. I want to have the most unique selection with the nicest ambiance or atmosphere or whatever and cleanest shop, things like that. And I think that's where a lot of guys go wrong. I mean, you don't have to have the biggest shop or the biggest lounge or whatever, but it better be clean. You know? Sure. You don't have to have the biggest humidor, but the selection better be unique and it better be awesome. Yeah, I've gone into lounges where I was like, this is the most amazing place to hang out, but holy crap, I don't want to buy a cigar here. Oh, Drew and I had Drew, remember? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, we finally had an agreement with them that we just got to bring our own cigar. Yeah. <laughs> what but did that take? What was the what was the trade-off? When half the humidor was flavored stuff? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We we brought people that drank a lot. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, we'll bring people that'll spend lots of bar money with you. Let us bring our mm-hmm. own cigars. Mm-hmm. That's clever because they get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, dude, I mean, I think the biggest mistake a lot of retailers make, too, is only bringing in cigars they like. Yeah. You got to cater to your customer base, man. You're going to have enough cigars in there that you could smoke. Not everything you have in there. Look, when I was managing a, a shop, there was probably 10 to 15 cigars I smoked regularly out of the hundreds of facings that we had. But guess what? Definitely needed those on the shelf because those sold way more than the stuff that I smoked. <laughs> yeah. Regularly. You, you know? got to know your audience. Right. 
so. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's legit. What else we got? Cal, do you got more, or are we switching to me? I think your questions are going to be a good one. One thing I'll throw in here real quick. I hope. Uh, as we talk, sometimes I, I don't. You're right. Sometimes I browse the internet, uh, and Small Batch currently has a winter mix-up that looks really damn good. Uh, it includes a uh, Patina Habano Petit Robusto, in addition to a number of other fantastic cigars. So it's it's eight smaller size cigars for sixty dollars. Um, use coupon code Cigar Noise for ten percent off always. Uh, so just throwing that in there because that actually looks really damn good. People ask about winter cigars. So there we are. Nice. There you go. What you got, Drew? Um, I've got. Hey. So Custom Chopper says when receiving a box or bundle of cigars from online site, do you let them rest for a certain amount of time? you smoke the hell out of them right now? What do you uh, suggest? What do you do? So the smart part of me says let them wait. It yep. doesn't always happen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should let them wait at least a week or two because shipping is terrible on cigars. It's just a bitch. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as if something shows up at your local shop, I would argue. It can be awful that first day, even if it's a good cigar. Um, so don't judge it on that first first approach if you go early, but uh, let it rest a little. Sometimes you can't wait. Put it down for a little nap. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that I'm, I hate to say that I'm gonna agree with Cal on this, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, Do you I, hate to say that? I, I don't. Um, I actually got uh, a new box in yesterday, last night I think I sent, and I smoked one this morning, which was a terrible idea, but couldn't wait. So What was the box? Uh, you get? Shoot, I don't even know what I... I don't even know. What did I send you guys? You don't know what you smoked this morning? <laughs> Jeez. That's amazing. That's terrible. Uh, Cuban, what... <laughs> Hoya de Monterey, the uh, oh sure, the uh, their limited edition. Um, what's their aged wrappers? Supposedly they've been aged like five or six years after they've been rolled. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It was still it was good. Uh, you could tell it was dry and whatnot from shipping, but they needed uh, they needed a little rest. A little sleep, like Mo likes to say. Yeah, yeah God. A little sleep. Put, a, put them down to rest yep. them a little bit. Yeah. They, they had a long journey. <laughs> Jet lag. Chunk, chunk, <laughs> chunk them back in the humanoid. Chunk them back in the humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I need a fucking translator when I'm talking to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just like those precipitations, though, right? So I smoked one of each the other day. The shop got them the day before. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but I couldn't wait. So here we are. Uh, I do recommend them, by the way. Not just because Mo is listening right now. I would recommend them even if he wasn't. 
I normally try to wait yeah, like a week. Well. <laughs> That's your new your new slogan. Yeah, yeah that turned out well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this but, doesn't suck. But Tina, uh, it was fine. They turned out well. <laughs> it turned out. <laughs> it was fine. Because <laughs> we so we were working. Tana was working with this one dude uh, in the factory. We were just trying some different stuff, and um, and somebody asked, him, "Oh, what, what's your favorite cigar? What do you you know whatever?" And the guy said, and he had no idea who I was, by the way. He goes, "Patina Habano." Okay. And, <laughs> you gave uh, him a hug, right? Really yeah, no, I did. I gave him a high five. I said, "Bro, that's awesome." Because someone's like, do you know who you're? Do you know who you're working with? On is remember the dude in the video that I was showing you that was doing the tobacco and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that was that dude. And um, and someone's like, you realize that that's the patina guy? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh shit! But then it was hilarious because Ian is like, oh, you meant Kubo? Can I, you know, whatever? You mean Dapper? Uh, whatever. That's <laughs> uh, great. But anyway, yeah, that's that. Uh, pretty funny. Um, we had a question. You know, you, another ahead. one of those, you know, you ain't shit moments. Anyway, <laughs> you, you don't, at least he liked it. You don't put a yeah, bunch of absolutely. pictures of you out there. That's the problem. What are you talking about? Get your get your handsome face out there more. You need your face yeah. on your band. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I would do it. That'll do it, all right. That's a money maker right there. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um. Oh. Mape. Mape. Mape seventy-eight. And Pape, Marty Pape, <laughs> one of our like favorite listeners. Oh shit. <laughs> My bad. So we got Mape and VQ. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mape. Well, fuck right, him. So what, what nope. I ain't saying shit now. We don't. I already, I already messaged him back and told him his question be on the podcast, but I'm gonna make him wait another week. He has a. Oh come on. He's got a silly name like like VQ. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's V-cut, bro. <laughs> I still see V-cut every single time, even though I know oh, it's Oh, I not. do now, too. It's terrible. I saw it from the get-go, and I knew it wasn't right, but I still saw it. Um, he went, he, so what's this question? We probably need to wait for Danny on this. He's well, asked, he's going to ask him about some coffee. That's okay. Let's see the Yeah, teaser. you have to wait for Danny. We should Danny wait for Danny. Danny it. doesn't even drink coffee. Does he not? Danny doesn't even all? listen to this either, so we shouldn't bother with the Yeah, answer. I mean, really, <laughs> you might ask him next week anyway. Uh, so he's just asking, uh, like to know if any of you pull your own shots of espresso, uh, if you do so, region of beans that you prefer. He wants us to nerd out on some coffee. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Man, I'm I'm learning about Love. coffee slowly but yeah. surely, but not that level. Yeah, me neither. Man. That, that is love you, love you, love you, mate. But uh, mate. <laughs> I don't know that. Mm, one. Pape. <laughs> I just I 
just ordered some coffee samples from uh, Shad over at Janus oh, yeah. Tabak, the Janus, Janus Coffee Roasters. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm enjoying those and learning about them, but I'm not far enough along to have a good answer yet. Yeah. So I love my coffee, and uh, it's definitely no, it's not Folgers. Um, I do a ton of different stuff, but I'm I'm definitely not at nerd level at all. Mm-hmm. I just love coffee. Um, I'm at the point now where I can realize the difference just just the difference between like some good coffee and crappy coffee, but I don't I couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah, let me. Ask, I, I'm gonna say something here, and, and maybe I'm gonna get roasted. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. Good. That but was a that was a cowism. That was it a was. cowism. It was. <laughs> All right, spill the beans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, nice All right. Um, I think McDonald's has some really damn good coffee. Yeah. That's not even controversial. I think they do. Everybody thinks that. Isn't that really? Like, like daylight yeah. coffee? I mean, that's I good, too. I got some shit for it. Oh, no. Really? McDonald's. Oh, some of the Some of the, like, wealthiest people I know drive to McDonald's for coffee. Yeah, I yeah, think it's really? pretty good. Yeah, especially, like, in the morning, bro. Like, that just... I wouldn't go to McDonald's for coffee past morning because they don't brew it, like... Unless you have somebody that's willing to do it fresh, okay? Like, you literally have to like go into the McDonald's and be like, hey, I want you to brew a fresh pot. And they're not necessarily... But for the morning, man, I love their coffee in the morning. Like, if I want to get a coffee later in the day for whatever reason, the afternoon or whatever, I'd rather go somewhere else. Where do you but go? Really like, huh? Where do you go? I mean, dude, I only have two options. Oh, gotcha. I mean, it's either Starbucks or Dunkin', pretty much. Starbucks, Dunkin', or McDonald's. Yeah. So. I don't do much coffee anywhere. I mean, stores and whatnot. I'll do your foo-foo Starbucks here and there, but mm. I mean, other than that, I'd, I'd grind my own beans at the house and do some pour over. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <This laughs> fancy motherfucker. No, I don't. I, but yeah. I don't know, like, the roasting process or the... <laughs> Where the beans came from necessarily, or I couldn't tell you all that. It's fair. Not nerd enough. I would like to be, but I'm too lazy to invest the time to actually do it. Man, that what you just said is like the synopsis of my life. I have too many other Ooh. hobbies. You're right. <laughs> Smoking cigars in this podcast get in the way. You have more, Cal? No, you had the questions. I didn't have the questions. I said I had a couple. Um, This is from somebody last week. I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry. Maybe we asked this. Uh, What weird food combinations do you guys enjoy? Did we ask that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, then I'm asking it. What weird food combinations do you enjoy? I should have sent that one out ahead of time because I don't. I don't I know. Can't think of anything. So I'm a weird. I, I'm not a picky eater, but I am. It's it's an odd picky. 
I like all my food separate. So mm-hmm. I'm not like a casserole fan. Okay. I would eat everything that was in a casserole if it was all separated into its own <laughs> little area. Okay. Um, so that do being... You have, do you have plates with those little dividers on them? No, no, no. It didn't have to be like that. <laughs> but that would be nice um, if they made fancy, <laughs> fancy plates like that. Um, they do. They're called like Hungry Man Jack. <laughs> uh, Stouffer. Where they got cartoon characters on them and they're in the kids' right. room. Right. They have them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'll try about anything food wise, uh, at least just to figure it out if it's shit or not. I'm not a big sauce person either. Like sauces on stuff? Yeah. Do, do you like like spaghetti or is it? Oh yeah, like spaghetti's really good. Okay. Like weird sauces, I would say. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a steak doesn't need some kind of sauce over top of it. But no. You, but no, you, it's, ketchup's not a sauce anyway. But, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but sometimes you'll go to a fancy restaurant and they'll have some kind of sauce they pour over top of it. And it's like, no, that's not needed. If your steak's good, that's not needed. Are you sure it's not like A1 at Outback? <laughs> I haven't been to Outback in many years. Many years. Legit. So other than that, I don't think I have. I don't know if I have weird food combination. I'll think of something maybe next week. That what that actually means is, once we get off of here, I'm not going to think of it anymore, and you'll never yeah. hear about it again. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah, that sounds Let's, about right. Let's just be real. That's the Drew I know. <laughs> um. I put jardinera on pretty much everything, which is a hot pepper mix, um, which has probably that, contributed to my heartburn problems. Oh, yeah. What's that? that? <laughs> is that weird or is that Chicago? I don't think people put it. I mean, obviously, on beef sandwiches and stuff like that, people put them on. But, I mean, if I get a burger, I'm putting jardinera on it. If I get a chicken sandwich, I'm putting jardinera on it. If I'm eating eggs, I'm putting jardinera on it. Do you just, like, if carry I'm, a jar around? Yeah. How do you get it? Um, well, I, I mean, at the house. Gotcha. So, so it's, we, it's yeah, you, you buy it, you buy it. Yeah. You don't take it to restaurants or anything? No. Oh, okay. No, so but a lot of restaurants like have like it. If I buy a burger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So like if I go to Portillo's for a burger, for example, I always get Jardinier on it. They've got it there. Yeah. That's not weird though. Oh, oh hot dogs, same thing. Jardinier, Absolutely. <laughs> the weirdest part's eating a hot dog instead of a brat, but sure. Well, sorry, cow. Not all of us. <sighs> Whatever, cow. <laughs> cow, what do you do? That's that weird. That's interesting. Not weird. I yeah, I guess not weird. I put olive oil on a lot of things too. That oh, that's good. Don't. Like what? Oh, maybe. Salad. I'll take olive oil over any dressing. Just a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of salt. Spaghetti. I love olive oil on spaghetti. 
a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, good to go. <laughs> that all sounds legit to me. I can't think of anything. I've been sitting here racking my brain about weird shit that I eat. I got nothing. I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte on everything, right? Like, yeah. You really like that stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't want some basic shit. When do, they, uh, when do they stop serving that stuff? I have no idea. When was the last time you got one? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How was it? Phenomenal, of course. <laughs> Duh. Pumpkin spice. But, like, you can put pumpkin spice on fucking anything, and it's amazing. Like, pumpkin spice, baking spices, that kind of stuff in a cigar? Shit. I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice. But no, I don't. I don't eat anything interesting. I'm from the Midwest. We don't eat interesting food. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, not interesting. Well, not a weird combination. Uh, Mo, you might remember this. Menudo. It's a Hispanic dish. A boy band? No. 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 That is a hundred percent a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Mexican dish with beef tripe and uh, hominy. Okay. Most people would consider that weird. It's not a weird combination because it's actually a meal, but so it's not something I've just concocted. Hmm. It's good. Have to look that up. Cal, what else you got? Look up that boy band. <laughs> I am. Well, if you look what up Menudo, it actually is the food first before the band. That's there you crazy. go. You can listen to the band while you listen to our yeah, podcast there. on Spotify. What happened? Huh? We're here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go anywhere. Um, my Nicaraguan Wi-Fi, so, you know. Oh, you were good. We heard you. Oh, uh, a little That's dicey. A little dicey. Surprisingly good. All right. I'll sign Jinx it. What else we got? Cal, anything else? We got uh, our favorite segment that we do every week. This mm. <laughs> is the one we don't do any week. <laughs> but I've got I've got something, but I need Danny to be on for it. What? I, I really have had oh, something okay. the last like three weeks, but um, what? What's the teaser? We got to hear something. About no, it. there's no teaser. It, right, we'll give us a little bit. It's about stupid people. Go on. That's it. That's yeah. gonna be the teaser. <laughs> All right, it's about stupid people, well, and wait, we need Danny. I, so. We gotta have Danny for the, for the whole. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually listen to this, he's not listening to this. He'd be offended. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's about stupid people. I need him on to help with it, not because he's stupid. Oh, but because he'll have some input on the topic. Nice. Nice. I'm, I don't know, Did take I that how you will. You need to go Did ahead and you? say it, though, so I can mute you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, deep thoughts of Drew. There it is. <laughs> was, was not muted. All right, go ahead, bud. I was just going to ask, did I tell you the responses I got from Davidoff and Avo earlier? No. Oh, I sent them both messages. Uh, 
this is clearly still in my mind in a way that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, so first I sent Davidoff a message on Instagram saying, you know, what the hell, guys, basically. Uh, like, how can I trust any of your limited editions ever again? And the response I got was, seen. That's it. <laughs> no response. Uh, and then uh, Avo, I was, I was talking some shit on their comments because that's what you do when you're annoyed with somebody. Um, and I got a message from Avo Cigars saying, uh, something along the lines of, uh, we appreciate your interest in our campaign. We appreciate your engagement. Thank you for the feedback. It was like a form thing that they sent literally everybody because other people sent me screenshots of it. Uh, and then I sent them back. Um, you know, you guys realize this is a bait and switch, right? And that got seen, no response. So their, their cleanup for this disaster is pretty treacherously bad too just as a as a heads up so well, their, kind their, of fun. their legal department is probably with their hr department and uh trying to figure it all out sure why didn't uh, they discuss you. that before they said something <laughs> who knows hey know. we're gonna we're gonna do this what's the repercussions <laughs> yeah <laughs> can anybody sue us for this <laughs> I'm actually, I honestly had that question run through my mind, right? If I was a retailer who had bought a ton of it, mm-hmm. could they sue them? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know that they would. I mean, if you have a, you know, if you have a uh, Chevy Cavalier and you put a spoiler and a body kit on it, now it's a super sport, same car, same engine. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. know. Don't know. <sighs> but I, I, I did recognize that there's no better way to point out that you don't want somebody's feedback than by sending them a form letter that ends with, thank you for your feedback, we value it. You're right, right. Like, oh, cool. That means we just threw it in the trash can and we don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty so, much. Roughly yeah. translated. Right. Roughly. Well, and it's funny because I, I talk to the Davidoff account sometimes, like mm-hmm. moderate frequency, right? Yeah. So radio silence on this is really bad. They probably haven't crafted anything yet. No, no. And let's be fair, they don't give a shit about some random guy that spends a few hundred dollars on their stuff every year. But if there's enough... Random there aren't. guys. We all know there aren't. I agree with you. That would change it, but there aren't. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Well. Mo, Mo, do you have any deep thoughts this week? Deep thoughts? Hmm. There goes Cow again. I don't know. Give me a. Uh, Force deep thoughts. Give me something to rail about. Yeah. You can. You usually find something. It's got to be organic. You think so? Yeah, you just can't. You just can't make it happen. Yeah, it, it is kind of tough. <laughs> um, Cal with his forced know. deep thoughts. Yeah, Cal, you got any? You got any deep thoughts? <laughs> I mean, none that anybody wants to hear. I have a degree in philosophy, so I can talk about this for fucking hours, but nobody will care. How do you know? 
They might. They 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 won't. It's possible. Okay, here's Ready? a question for you guys. Here's All a right, fun question. Just just for fun. Right? All right. So you've probably heard the the sort of theory, right? That that everything or or thought of this at some point. Everything you experience could just be sort of made up in your mind, sort of a hallucination, right? Yeah. I haven't heard of this, but okay. I mean, it's not it's not a far-fetched theory. You could just kind of understand where that could come from. All right. right? At what point in a child's life, since I have children, would you bring that up as something they should consider and think about? I don't think you would. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have children. Wouldn't you let them figure that out on their own? Maybe. That's I just what, wonder, like, you teach them a lot of shit about the world. That's what the You're internet... You're not going to be like, hey, you might be making all this up. That's what the internet's <laughs> for. Well, but that's... Yeah, we're, we're, how do you strike that balance between imagination and reality? Sure. I don't know. Is there any kind of proof that it could be uh, made up? I mean, what, what kind of proof could you possibly consider for that? Well, I think if there's zero proof that it could be made up, why would you share it with them? Is there any proof that it's not made up? Yeah, but you don't share that with them either. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally all you share with them you, is that other well, <laughs> people have experiences in the world that you should recognize and, and appreciate those but, experiences. But hold on a second. It's kind of unfair. Because here you are raising your kid on Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> fucking Easter Bunny, all this shit that doesn't exist, and then you want to tell your kid, hey, live in reality? Sure. Then maybe you should share it with them then, when you're telling them about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, sweetie, let me tell you a few things. Uh, so Santa Claus doesn't exist, there's no Tooth Fairy, and you're dreaming literally everything, so... Good luck. Yeah. Well, you just might be dreaming everything. <laughs> you don't know for sure. Yeah, you might be, yeah. Mo, do you remember uh, Dave? Big uh, bald-headed oh, Dave yeah. that I worked with? Yeah, former Abercrombie model. He, Yeah, him. Yeah. Do you, do you Have you heard this story before about how... Uh, <laughs> how I ruined Christmas for his kids? <laughs> Oh, go on. This is great. So, this was years ago, back probably, God, I don't know. It would have been around the time I met you, I guess. Um, And I don't know why I was even at his house, but something came up. And I wish I had him here to tell the story. Anyway, somehow I said something about Santa Claus not being real. (laughs) Oh, shit. But his, his daughter was like... I don't know at the time, like nine or 10 or maybe older. So I was like, she knows Santa is not real at this point. And I don't know how old his kid was. I'm guessing obviously quite a bit younger, but he still believed. (laughs) Oh no. And, um, anyways, I guess it kind of got brought up. The kid still believed the daughter. I actually helped because she was already suspicious that he didn't exist. So I helped her believe that he was not real any longer. And uh, so it's been a, a great thing for her. Anyways, the kids still believe. So you, you, 
So you, oh, okay, well, so you think you did this kid a solid, essentially? Yeah. But the parents feel otherwise. Well, yeah, because his wife still gave me shit about it even last weekend when I saw her. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't gotten over it. No. So, so the kid, they were actually able to like, I guess, because um, he didn't hear or understand what I had said at the time. So it didn't ruin it for him. It just ruined it for the daughter that was older. Nice. And she already, I guess, had suspected that her parents were Santa. They were sandbagging the whole thing? Yeah. So. Anyways, yeah, I still get shit from her and him about ruining Santa Claus for his kids. Yeah, I mean, you're responsible for stealing a little bit of innocence there, Drew. I know. I'm sure he's stolen more innocence than that in his life. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) We do not need to go down that path. No, we're not going any further with that. Well, that's about as deep as that conversation's going to get. Oof. That's what she said. Um, what else? Anything else this week? That's all I got. We're saving it for Danny. Yep. We got a lot of topics for Danny. He better show up. Make sure if you guys listening this week, message Danny. Tell him he better be on next week. Yep. Encourage him. Or even better, even better, message him and tell him something completely unrelated to any topic we've discussed and see if he recognizes that that was not something we discussed. <laughs> and then ask him for free shit. Right. And be like, oh, man, it was so cool when you guys talked about NASCAR. Right? Like, <laughs> fucking well, no, he won't believe that. Random shit out there. It's going to be great. That would be good. Yep. Hashtag troll Danny. Mm-hmm. All right. Make sure you guys well, are listening to. Uh, well. <laughs> well, make sure you guys are listening to uh, all the other podcasts that we are not sponsored by, but support. Yeah. TLE. Shout out to Cigar Noise Boys. Cigar Noise TLE. Boys. Knocking it out. Hot ticket. Hot ticket. We were all on uh, Instagram Live a little bit ago. Yeah. With Cal being uh, his pretty face on there. You little turned on, Drew? His long flowing hair. Man, that hair. Woo. I know. I've been needing a haircut for weeks. No, man. It's just bad. let it let it roll. Let it go. Yeah. It's fallen out, so. You're about to look like if Fabio I, here pretty soon. As soon as I cut it, you're going to recognize how much is gone. <laughs> but yeah, for real, though, if you haven't listened to any of those podcasts, Cigar Noise Boys, TLE Podcast, Hot Ticket Podcast, you might like those guys because they yeah. do a lot of similar stuff to what we do with their own twist. Yep. And they're great. They're good people. Yes, sir. They are. And we'll see you guys next week. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. Have a good one. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.